0: Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Today is the 13th of February, Monday morning, and there's a person, I'm not going to mention his name, that has mocked me and scorned me in the past for doing numerous sermons on I would determine not to know anything among you that saved Jesus Christ and him crucified, 1 Corinthians 2.2. And he says, I've taken that out of context when I say that our focus should be on Christ and him crucified. <laughs> and I don't see how I'm taking that out of context. I think the Apostle Paul is very clear when he says, I determine not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. In other words, without the death of the cross, there would be no sacrifice Without the sacrifice, there would be no remedy for forgiveness of sins. Without forgiveness of sins, we would be lost forever. And so I love the first Corinthians chapter two. I determined not to know anything among you. Save Jesus Christ and crucified. You know, the crucifixion is a central part of. Our faith. You know. Paul says in Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. Yet not I. But Christ. Liveth in me. And the life. Which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who loved me. And gave himself for me. 1 Corinthians 123 Paul says we preach Christ crucified under the Jews a stumbling block and under the Greeks foolishness there's a lot of people think it's foolish that I say that I determined not to know anything other than Christ and him crucified it it is foolishness to the Greeks it's a stumbling block to the Jews according to Paul you know What did they proclaim in the book of Acts? What did the apostles proclaim in the book of Acts? Acts 4.10 Be it known unto you all, and all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand before you whole. Acts 2.36, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom he crucified, both Lord and Christ. Remember what they said when they cried out for him to be crucified? They said, Let his blood be on us and upon our children and upon our children's children. Paul says again in Galatians 6.14, But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. Well, you know, Mark 15.25 was the third hour and they crucified him. Let us never forget that Christ hung on a cruel and rugged cross of Calvary for his people, for their sins, you know. And he was crucified. He went through tremendous suffering and pain and sorrow and everything else. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes refer off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Why do not people want to hear about the crucifixion? Why do they think that I'm putting too much emphasis on the cross? Why do they think I'm putting too much emphasis on Calvary? That's my question this morning. Why is it that we don't hear that many messages anymore about Jesus Christ and him crucified? People want to hear about, you know, how to become, how to make your life better. Joel Steen, you know. They don't want to hear about the remedy for sin, do they? Because if they have hear about a remedy for sin, that makes them a sinner, doesn't it? Well, I'm going to have turn this over to Mark and have him read this. First chapter of, or I mean, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2. I'm going to have him read the whole chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And as he reads this, I want you to think about why Paul made it such an emphasis of Christ and him crucified.
1: And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, First Corinthians chapter 2, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but a demonstration of spirit and of power through faith should not stand the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to not, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, But as is written, eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak not in the word which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Thank you, Mark.
0: Yeah. Well, this is a good... Exhortation for God's people, I think, for us to focus on the important things, really important things, you know, and he says that that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Somebody, some people want to show how wise they are. <laughs> You know, through their understanding of Greek, or understanding of Hebrew, or their understanding of eschatology, or their understanding of theology. He says that that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. He says that none of the the princes of this world um, have spiritual knowledge. He says that the true wisdom of God, spiritual knowledge, is hidden. Is hidden. He said if they'd had spiritual knowledge, the princes would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Back to the crucifixion again. But God hath revealed them unto us by a strong concordance. Is that what it says? (laughs) But God hath revealed them unto us by a Greek interpretation. No, God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. What man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him? I've often said that God revealed himself to me through his spirit, through reading his, the King James Version of the Bible, not Koine Greek, not the Greek New Testament. We have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, by which the Holy Ghost teacheth conspiring spiritual things with spiritual things. A natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. A natural man can read the Greek, New Testament, and the Hebrew all day long and still not understand the truths of God's Word. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Well, I hope this has been a blessing this morning. And let us repeat one more time. And this is specifically for the guy that wants to (laughs) scorn me for doing it. I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I'll continue to preach that the rest of my life. God being my helper, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Okay. God bless.